When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, let's talk Ole Miss sports with Chuck. Howdy, Toddy Rebel Nation. Welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline, uh, early November edition. I'm Chuck. He's Yancey. What's happening, Yance? Not a lot. Huh? Not a lot. Oh, well, thanks for conversing with me and carrying that out and elaborating. I, I, I like your... Economy of words there, brother. <laughs> okay, let's let's talk a little bit about just some different little subjects uh, real quickly. Uh, first of all, the Ole Miss Quarterback Club will meet Thursday from 6.30 to 7.30 at the Library Sports Bar. Doors will open at 5.30. Free pizza will be served, and a drawing for door prizes will be held. This week's speaker will be none other than men's head basketball coach Kermit Davis. Non-members can join on their website at omqbclub.com or join at the door. Uh, a little sad news today. Uh, one of my good friends, uh, an Ole Miss legend, Hall of Famer, Wesley Walls, his mother passed away today. And I want to send our condolences to, out to Wesley and his family. And uh, she's been sick for quite some time. And, and uh, hey, God bless them. I'm, I'm, uh, I know what it's like to lose your mother. And, uh, Wesley, uh, my heart goes out to you, buddy. Um, Todd Turner of Collegiate Sports Associates has been hired to uh, be the consulting uh, agent for the athletic director's search. And uh, it was announced last week of the committee, the, the selection committee will be former quarterback David Morris, one and only Wesley Walls, former defensive tackle Jesse Mitchell, former women's basketball great Peggy Gillum Granderson, uh, law professor and athletics uh, committee chairman Ron Reichlack, and baseball great David DeLucci. So, um, all star committee. They couldn't have hit it more out of a part than that to make sure they make the right hire. Pretty good. Pretty good. I, I've got no complaints with it. I really don't. Uh, Mike Glenn has been named the chairman of that uh, selection committee. And exactly. Archie Manning will be a special advisor. He's not on the committee per se, but uh, he will consult. Advisory role. Yeah. yeah. And they hope to expedite this deal and have an AD by Thanksgiving, which, uh, who we? That's. Uh, that's pushing it, buddy. That's motoring on a selection of this import. So uh, not if you know who you want, though. I don't think they know who they want. I really I don't. don't either. But if you know who you want, you can get it done in five weeks. Yeah. Well, let me say this: uh, a lot of people in fandom think it's a it's a done deal, or it's down to two candidates, and you know, I don't y- get that feeling. Yada yada. I do not get to that feeling with this committee. Not with Mike Glenn being the chairman. He's going to be thorough, and uh, these these folks understand the importance of this hire. And I don't think it's anywhere close to a done deal at all. Um, 
What's on Tap brought to you by Library Sports Bar, home of Monday Night Football on the huge screen, Oxford's most popular warding hole on the square, 120 South 11th Street. Oh, man, never mind. You know where the library is. I ben, ben Garrett's going to have a live report. Well, actually, he'll be on before the game starts, but he's going to be out at the exhibition game with against uh, Mississippi Valley State University. We'll have him on at 6.15 right before tip-off, and then hitting coach Mike Clement will fill us in on the hitting at fall ball at 6.30. we got a lot of kids to ask him about. Um, and we'll be right We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yo Hotline. Hang tight. Make 2019 a special year with a new vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet. We have a large inventory to meet your needs. Shop our inventory 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondeal.com or stop by our dealerships in Greenwood or Cleveland to test drive the new sporty Chevy Malibu, the family-friendly Chevy Tahoe, and the strong Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT GO56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT GO56 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. While Mississippi universities compete at football, when it comes to cutting-edge research, they need to work together. That's why CSpire linked our state's leading research universities together with a 100 gigabit per second fiber infrastructure, working in support of the Mississippi Optical Network. Through the CSpire tech movement, we're empowering schools and universities with the technology to help them lead research and development for a better future. Learn more at cspire.com/mission. The farm provides us with many things, and it means many things. From crops to cattle, poultry, and timber, the farm is vital to our everyday lives. It's a place to enjoy the outdoors and where many traditions are born. Whatever the farm means to you, let First South Farm Credit finance it. We're ready to help you make your dream of land ownership or farming your own land a reality. Visit FirstSouthland.com, equal housing lender. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Well, well, well. We come out Welcome back to the Cone Cannon Motor like Mississippi it. Gospel Hour, it sounds yeah. like. Rhino, what you got there? That's the old landmark by the Blues Brothers and James Brown. Oh, okay. The Blues Brothers. Okay. That needs it. Uh, 
I like it. No, no problems here. No problems here. This fall, you deserve a change. That's why C Spire is helping you trade up and experience the best new phone for yourself. Get yours starting as low as one ninety nine with trade in for a limited time. C Spire customer inspired. Uh, Yancey, back to that. Uh, well, let's let's just let's talk a little bit about the Auburn football yeah. game. Kids played their hearts out. I mean, played as hard as they could possibly play against the 11th-ranked team in the country, on the road, hostile crowd, had a chance to win at the end. Not not a great chance, but a chance. Uh, lost 20-14. to 14. But, gosh, they just don't execute on offense. Mm-hmm. And they just don't seem to have much variety, <laughs> uh, much – I don't know. It's just like they don't have any. It's like the coaches don't have much faith in their players to and the fourth do quarter, certain things. In the fourth quarter, they ran the ball on third and seven and third and nine on back to back third downs. You know, trying to make up points. So that's you're right. They don't trust them to do things, which is passing the ball. Uh, like you, I think Ole Miss could have won it. We all know they could have. Should they have won it? No, no. no. You know, like A and M, you said. They could have won it, and they should have won it. Yeah, exactly. You know, they gave the game exactly. away. So it was a Cal, different – Memphis should have won. Yeah. Memphis, they shouldn't have won. They could have won, but they didn't deserve to win. Well, I mean, I they, mean, they played so bad in that first half. Yeah, but – Bottom I, line I, is there's been different ways that I felt about these close losses, and this one was they could have won, but they shouldn't have won. You no, know, I know. Auburn made a lot of mistakes. But still – Ole Miss capitalized when, when, when on you, it. When but you get to this having level, said that, having said that, when you got the ball to get it down there, that holding call, you know, you just, oh man. Well, but here's and was it a hold? Yeah, he he went around his neck, but they don't even call holding in the SEC anymore. That was the only holding call in the whole game. Yeah, but here's the bottom line to me: if you can't complete a five yard out, I know it. I mean, come on, come on now, this level. I just don't Plumlee think, that, I just don't think there's an excuse for that. He's not setting his feet, and he's on the run always, and he never sets his feet, and that's the problem, and they got to do something with that. Got decent run game. Yeah. Uh, decent run defense. Yeah. You know, the the pass defense is still suspect, I and mean, it's going to be all year. Last in the conference. Um, you know, but the, I even think they've gotten a little better. Yeah. Um, Stat-wise, 20 the passing yards. Game, the passing game is – and Rich Rodriguez said it. We're not saying anything on air that he didn't say after the game. He called it awful. And uh, took the blame, you know. Said, "Hey, I got to put them in better positions. I got to do, come up with better routes for them. I've got to, you know." But he said it was baffling that they execute those things in practice and and looked as as poorly as they did in the games. And I I can't disagree with that. Assessment. I thought after the fifth possession, offensive possession, what a time that would have been to bring Tisdale in. Like, why could you not wait it to the end of the year? I mean, you know, who's to say he wouldn't have gotten in there and shined? I mean, that, that would have been a perfect opportunity. Yeah. If you remember the first five possessions were not exactly um, A-like drives. And I, look, let's don't sit up here and, and, and pretend like Auburn was Swiss cheese on defense. Oh, they are very, very good. Maybe the best defense. Really good team. You know, top three in the conference. Um, in on defense, no question. I, like I said, this Bo Nitz is going to be a good quarterback. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really impressed with them on offense, though. I, I really was. Well, they they run the same scheme that Ole Miss runs a lot. 
Yeah. They got a little twist and turns along the way, but it's all based off that run spread. Yeah. Um, you know, they got quality athletes, and Bo Nix is going to be good in time. I don't think he, he is. I don't think he's very good right now myself, but, uh, you know, that defense, those defensive tackles and those linebackers, man, they're real. So, I mean, there was a reason why, but when, when you get in that kind of game, in that kind of situation, how do you want to take advantage of it one time? When you have plays, when there are plays there to be made, you have to make them. Let's go to the control room now with Jack Schultz and Ole Miss Sports News. Take it away, Rhino. It's time now for Ole Miss Sports News, brought to you by Rebel Rags on Jackson Avenue, Oxford. Tell them about it, Molly. Rebel Rags. Anything, everything, Ole Miss. It's officially basketball season this week. The Ole Miss men's team finishes up the preseason tonight with an exhibition game against Mississippi College in just a few minutes. Tip-off at the Pavilion is set for 6.30. The regular season will begin Friday at 6 p.m. against Arkansas State. Kermit Davis's team is led by returning veterans Brian Tyree and Devontae Schuler in the backcourt. Tyree was named the SEC preseason first team All-SEC. The women's basketball team won their exhibition against Clark Atlanta 79-52 on Friday. Yulette McPhee McEwen begins her second season at the helm of the program tomorrow night at 6 p.m. as her Lady Rebs host Mississippi Valley State. There will be eight newcomers contributing for the Lady Rebs this year, including Sarah Dimitrescu, a four-star prospect and six-foot guard out of Romania, and Jayla Alexander from Pearl, who was ranked the number one player in Mississippi last season. The football team, of course, will look to right the ship after a fourth one-score loss this season. Matt Luke's team is 3-6 and six overall, 2-4 and four in SEC play. They host New Mexico State at 3 p.m. on Saturday before facing number one LSU at home next Saturday, November 16th. That game time against the Tigers was announced earlier today. Kickoff is now set for 6 p.m. And finally, Matt Mott's soccer team is set to begin the SEC tournament this week. They enter the postseason certainly on the bubble for the NCAA tournament. That's the latest news around Oxford. Back to your hosts, Chuck and Yancey. Thanks, Jack. Good job as usual. Um, I think we're right up against a break, aren't we, Rhino? Oh, yeah. There it is. There's our cue music. Uh, We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang tight. Make 2019 a special year with a new vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet. We have a large inventory to meet your needs. Shop our inventory 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondeal.com or stop by our dealerships in Greenwood or Cleveland. Test drive the new sporty Chevy Malibu, the family-friendly Chevy Tahoe, and the strong Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. 
If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT Geo 5.6 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT Geo 5.6 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. While Mississippi universities compete at football, when it comes to cutting-edge research, they need to work together. That's why CSpire linked our state's leading research universities together with a 100 gigabit per second fiber infrastructure, working in support of the Mississippi Optical Network. Through the CSpire tech movement, we're empowering schools and universities with the technology to help them lead research and development for a better future. Learn more at cspire.com/mission. Avanakins Diamond is chosen for its excellence, brilliance, and fire. Avanakins Mount is then chosen for its intricate craftsmanship and detailing. Whether the mount is a beautiful crafted piece from the past or a specially designed piece from the present, the results are the same. Wow. When you want to say forever, say it with class, say it with love, but most of all, say it with Avanakins Diamond because you know she's worth it. Van Atkins Jewelers store at downtown New Albany or vanatkins.com. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888 8637 And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Oh, no doubt who that is. No doubt who that is. Welcome to the Who. All right. Welcome back to Cannon Motors, Mississippi Rebel oh, Yell Chucky's Hotline. eyes just lit up there. Oh, yeah. I like me the Who now. I like the Who. Uh, Roger Daltrey, Pete Townsend. Who? Yes, sir. I can listen to that. Long time. About as long as you can, the Bay City Rollers, Yancey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got Mr. All of you would even know who that name is. <laughs> we got Mr. Ben Garrett with us right now. He's over at the pavilion waiting on a tip off of the exhibition game. And are you excited as I am, Ben? I wish I was there, really. I, I am excited, I'll be honest with you, Chuck. I, I think this basketball team has a lot of potential. Picked to finish eighth in the preseason by league media, but um just like last year when they're picked to finish fourteenth. I fully expect that eighth ranking, um, they, they're going to do better than that. Um, I think they could be a top six, top five team if everything falls right. And they got a lot of depth. And tonight's the first chance for everybody will get to see them and, um, see what Kermit Davis has to offer in your, what, what, what kind of crowd yeah. you got over What's there the right now? Well, not much crowd right now. Um, they're still filing in a little bit with any exhibition. You don't expect too much, but, um, certainly when they were announcing starting lineups, uh, the, the loudest war was for Kermit Davis. So those that are in attendance, and there was a little bit of a <laughs> traffic jam coming in, so you expect them to be piling in even further. The loudest ovation was for Kermit. I think people are fired up just to see what they can do and uh, to watch a revamped roster um, get his first action in Mississippi College. That should be a pretty good scrimmage for him. Mississippi College? I thought it was Mississippi Valley. <laughs> no, it's Mississippi God. College. So yeah. well, I, say, you know, uh, they're going to win I the got game, it. but – 
Let me yeah. tell you something. I got it wrong. We got the Mississippi right. That's I've all got that matters. It, I've gotten everything wrong as far as this game. I told Richard Cross I thought it was at 6 o'clock. Then I thought it was Mississippi Valley State University. And then I uh, – okay, anyway, Mississippi well, you're, College you're, you're, you're mind, Your mind's going in your old age. It's just the way it You're goes. right. You're right. It, no doubt. Doesn't it do that for a lot of people? I mean <laughs> – No, I, I, can't, I can't speak to that yet, Chuck. I'm sorry. Yeah, well <laughs> – uh, your day will come, son. Just don't worry about it. Hey, uh, give me the starting five, brother. It's interesting. Um, obviously, Brian and Devontae are starting at uh, the two guard spots, and then Luis Rodriguez is at the three. Blake Kenson, everyone should know by now, he won't be back until at Memphis four games into the year as he sits with a blood abnormality. He's recovering from that. K.J. Buffins at the four, but at the five is Carlos Curry. They've awarded him Ooh. a start in this exhibition game. Um, because of his that, recent remember. practice work, he's done a great job rebounding. He's not going to offer you much as far as points are concerned, but he and Hadeem C have done a really good job of going at each other in practices, and I think tonight's a good reward for him for the work he's put in. He's been a really strong rebounder. The question is, can he do it on a consistent basis? Because when he's in practices, when he's good, he's been really good. But those bad moments have been unbelievably bad. So can he find <laughs> that middle ground that allows him to stay on the floor? I don't know if he's going to be a starter long term. I would Lean toward, I doubt it. I think Adin sees um, waiting to take over that five and run with it. But for now, Carlos Curry's the guy, at least for well, Mississippi. But College. that's hey, that's encouraging from a depth standpoint, if nothing else. Two centers that that uh, Kermit thinks he he is right now. Let's just say the equivalent of Adin C. I mean, no, no doubt well, about it. I think there was this bad rumor out there um, in the off season that Carlos Curry was among. Uh, the candidates to be run off. I mean, Zach T- Zach Naylor's no longer here. Brian Hallams. That was all agreed upon. Ole Miss needed to open up those scholarships. Those kids wanted to go play. They didn't have a role here. Carlos Curry was a player that Kermit always planned on holding on to, and um, he developed him as a redshirt freshman. His body has completely changed. Um, if I could show you the before and after photos that the strength and conditioning staff has, you'd be shocked. I mean, he was a lanky, could barely bench his own weight if he could even bench his own weight. But now he's well put together, and they've worked with him extensively on heavy ball rebounding, which is they take a heavy bag and bounce it off the backboard, and he has to bring it down with a, with a heavy hand, and he's done that. So the work that he's put in over a course of a redshirt season has really paid off, and if you're um, an Ole Miss basketball team that lacks significant depth, especially in your front court last year, a guy like Car- Carlos Curry that can come in and provide minutes whether as a starter or as a backup to a DMC, that's a big deal. So you're right. I think ben, it's a really encouraging time. Ben, last year, let's delve into this a little bit deeper before we move on to another player. Last year it was rumored that at first he he, he had a, a pretty poor attitude, but then all of a sudden somewhere around midseason uh, something lit a fire on him and he's become a model player as far as – Working out, strength and conditioning, et cetera, et cetera, and, and that's why he's where he is now. Hello. He used to eating what he wanted to eat and doing things like he wanted to do them, and um, he played at a lower classification in Georgia, so it always came really easy to him. So for a while there, it was a significant adjustment for him. And with any teenager, heck, I've been there, you've been there, everybody's been there, being told that what you're doing is not the right way. Some take, take it the right way. Most of us take it the wrong way. Carlos didn't take it the right way. But now uh, the body's completely changed, like I mentioned, and he's gone from eating 
fast food every day to where he's so cognizant of what he's putting in his body that his favorite snack food is kale. So I think Carlos Curry has just done a great job of buying into what the plan was for him. It was the perfect plan that Kermit Davis put in place as far as a redshirt season to just get him to this place. He always wants to redshirt a developmental big. He's doing it with Sean Robinson this year. And Sean Robinson's a tremendous talent, but he'd be the youngest player in college basketball for you to play. And he's got a lot of room to go with his body. And if you look at Carlos Curry, if you're Sean Robinson, as far as how his body has changed, you can just see what you're going to be in a year. And you could have the same type of impact Carlos could potentially have in year two to where, yeah, it might suck for a little while, but if you follow what they're saying, they know what they're saying, and they're going to make you a better basketball player. All right. Talk to us real quickly about Rodriguez. What's what's propelled him into a starting slot? Uh, he's had the best offseason of anybody. Um, I think Kermit Davis would be the first to admit that he should have relied on him a little bit more last year, but he kind of got set on his rotation and didn't want to take certain guys off the floor. But Luis has just taken a step. I mean, he's the hardest worker on this team. Um, it's really cliche, but it's true. He's the first one in the gym and the last one out. He's done extra work. He did a lot of extra work last year with Nick Williams as a grad assistant. He's carried that over with Ansu Cisse, who's the grad assistant this year. Um, his defense has always been the best on-ball defense on the team, save for maybe Devontae Shuler, who would have an argument. Um, but now his offensive game has expanded. What he really worked on in the gym was three-point shooting and being more efficient from three. So if he can bring all of that game together as far as scoring and attacking the rim, that defense can already play, but he has perimeter score. And you're looking at a guy that before he leaves Ole Miss, he could potentially be an all-league player, and that's why he's gotten to this place now to where he's a starter, a no-doubt starter, and everyone to a man in that facility, from Kermit Davis to Wynn Case, Ronnie Hamilton, you name it, they'll all tell you who was the most impressive player in the offseason, and it's Luis Rodriguez. Ben, could he be? Uh, like a, a TD where he makes that kind of a jump from freshman to sophomore campaign? Yeah, I think so. I think that's exactly the path he's trying to follow. When I talked to him earlier this offseason, or in the preseason, excuse me, that's the model he's trying to follow. And that's kind of what Kermit Davis and staff beat into his brain, that they wanted to make him the next Terrence Davis. Not only would he have a limited role as a freshman, but he would be the one to make the biggest jump from year one to year two. And Terrence being gone, they said, this is going to be your spot. This has to be your spot, and you need to work to uh, make sure that this is your spot. And that's exactly what he did. So the game is similar as far as the model in which he's trying to follow a strong defensive rebounding guard, maybe not as turnover-prone or ticky-tack foul-prone as uh, Terrence Davis was, but the athleticism <laughs> similar. TD's probably got a that's little right. bit there. Uh, but their games overall, I think, are, are a good comparison if you're really trying to find one. When you think about this team right now, uh, let's just say this starting five holds for a while. You've got Henson, Crowley, uh, and C coming off the bench. That, that's unbelievable to me. Oh, for sure. I don't think this starting five is going to last. Um, I think, honestly, there's going to be a different starting five for probably the first four or five games, if you ask yeah. me. But uh, you're right. Whoever goes to the bench and whoever's in the starting lineup that bench, you're going to be at least four deep to start. And quite frankly, Kermit Davis will tell you, he's willing to play 10, 11, 12 guys at Middle Tennessee State. He had no problem playing 11 or 12. He's all about playing guys he feels like earn the opportunity for playing time. And he could list you off or name you off 11 guys on this roster right now through their work in the offseason that deserve to play. And that includes Austin Crowley, uh, Hadim C, all the starters we already mentioned, but even an Antavian column who's made drastic improvements since he got here. Um, there's just so many guys that 
offer a lot. And we haven't even talked about Sammy Hunter in this discussion. So, yeah. um, a lot of potential in this team. And I think if All you're right. an Ole Miss fan out there that's looking for something positive, the pavilion's where you'll find it. Hey, brother. Thank you. Thanks, Ben. Hey, about, about right, guys, five till, about five till Texas to score, will you? Ben? No, he didn't hear me. He's Rebel good. Flashback brought to you by Rebel Equipment. Over 50 years of serving the Memphis area with all your equipment needs located at 4890 East Shelby Drive. You can rent, buy, or have repaired all of your own equipment at Rebel Equipment. This is more of a flash forward. Tonight, right now actually, the Ole Miss basketball season sort of tips off the 2019-2020 season with an exhibition game against Mississippi College, not Mississippi Valley State. I don't know about any of you, but I can't begin to say how excited I am about the men's hoop team and the rebuild Coach Kermit Davis is doing. Last year, he took them to the NCAA tournament with very average post play. This year, he's got veteran guards coming back to guide things, but he's added some athletic big men to complement them and be more of a presence in the land of giants. I can't wait to see Sammy Hunter and Hadeem C. and Carlos Curry, the redshirt freshman. And then there's the influx of freshman guard Austin Crowley and some others who will have big roles on this team, Rodriguez, that we just talked about. I think this season will require some patience, especially with the tough schedule before we get into conference play. But in the long run, watch out. Surely everyone knows how big a fan I am of Davis and this staff, and surely everyone can see this program is going to go places we've not been in quite some time. Rebel Flashback brought to you by Rebel Equipment in Memphis, Tennessee. We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yo Hotline. Hang tight. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. That's a good little thing right there, too, Joe. Why don't you stepping up your game a little bit this week, buddy? All right, welcome back to Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline at C Spire Business. They think your organization deserves more than one-size-fits-all phone system. That's why they work with you to build a voice-over IP solution perfect for your needs. Take advantage of a limited-time offer and learn more at cspire.com backslash business. What's happening, Mike Clement? How you doing, buddy? What's up, guys? What's, what's up, guys? Good to be with you all again. Oh man, we're we're jacked up about basketball starting and about you guys getting some stuff done in fall ball. Uh, I couldn't be more excited. Uh, we had Carl on here last week, Mike, and I'm sorry he gave us 
we had Carl on here last week, and he he gave us a lowdown on all the mound work, all the pitchers. But now we need you to uh, fill us in on what's going on on these everyday players and the bats and um, how everything's going in fall ball from your end. Yeah, yeah. No, I was saying I'm sorry because you had to have laugh on last week. Oh, uh, I thought you couldn't. He's hear just me. a little bit slow. I got you. I thought you couldn't I can, hear me. Yeah, I, I am slow. Y'all. I can hear y'all. I can hear y'all just fine. I'm just. I'm just sorry you had to have him on. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I appreciate you guys having me on and excited. You know, it's a like we talked last month or whenever it was. It's a bunch of new guys. Um, but I'll tell you what, a good place to start is when you have your lead off hitter back, Anthony Servidio, and guys stole 25 bases and was on base all the time, and you have your. Uh, you have your three-hole hitter back, and that's Tyler Keenan, who led us in home runs. And um, so, those are two pretty good pieces to build around. And I'm excited about some of our some of our new guys as well. All right, so talk to me a little bit about what you wanted to see Tyler do and and Anthony do this fall, as far as uh, to make them uh, reach their full potential, so to speak. Sure, sure, sure. With both of those guys, um, it's probably uh, more more of the same than it is. Do, do things differently, but but there it just adds a new new element when there's no Greg Kessinger around and no Thomas Diller and Cole Zabowski and some of those guys that that really protected those guys and probably Servideo in particular we were able to protect because sometimes he let off and sometimes he'd hit down in the eight or nine hole um, and there wasn't a ton of pressure on him. Now Keenan's a little bit of a different story because he hits in the three hole every single day. And, um, you know I think he's used to carrying the load, um, but you know, it's it's a little bit different when you're not, when you're not going to have, you know, the threat of Thomas Dillard hitting behind you either. So um, I just think maturity, you know, from uh, taking one at bat to the next at bat, and I think for Keenan, it's going to be able to. Is he going to have the ability not to chase because he's going to be the guy that on the opposing scouting report it says don't let this guy beat you, and so he's got to be able to take his walks and let let some of these new guys or junior college guys drive him in. And and with Servideo, do you anticipate him being your leadoff guy this year? I think so. Yeah, he's just, you know, he hit close to 300 last year and stole 25 bases, and and he is a guy that walks a lot. I think his on base percentage was somewhere in the 420. So, um, just he's probably as good a base runner as anybody I've ever coached, and um, he's just special once he gets on the bases. And um, you know, I think save injury, I think he's. He's probably the guy that we have ticketed into the leadoff spot. Is he playing? Is he your your top shortstop right now, or is he still at second? Well, again, like I probably tell you guys a bunch, uh, I don't have the magic sharpie that makes out the lineup. That's the guy in the corner office. But um, I think I feel pretty comfortable saying he'd be our shortstop. I think he's he's got a chance to be one of the best defensive shortstops in the SEC. He's he's way more flashy than than what Gray was. Gray was just steady and rangy. Um, Ant's a little more cut out of the Errol Robinson mold than he is um, Greg Kessinger, but, man, he's really special defensively. And uh, I'm proud of him for waiting his turn because he played a bunch of second base and a bunch of right field. And he's waited his turn, and he deserves to be the shortstop. All right, so right now, who you like in the two-hole? Um, again, I know you're not making the lineup out, but you're going to have input, particularly offensively. I think we have a couple candidates in that spot. And, it kind of depends on what what you like to do in that position. You know, the new analytics say sometimes your best hitter is supposed to hit in a two hole. But um, you know, I think if you would ask me a month ago, and maybe you did, I'd I'd say the name Justin Bench, who's a guy who got some action last year, but broke his hand in the middle of the year, and 
He's a guy who got a chance to play second base, but the other guy um, is a freshman that has had a great fall. The best out of any of the freshmen is a kid named Peyton Chatonier. He's a he's a freshman from Houston, Texas, and um, not scared of the moment and has had an unbelievable fall. He's hit the ball out of the park. He's a middle infielder, second baseman that's athletic enough to go play in the outfield, but he's been really, really good offensively for us. He's hit over 400 this fall, and um, it's just been really, really good for us, and it's probably forced its way into the lineup somewhere. Justin playing in the outfield? Yeah, Justin bounces back and forth. Those guys are probably competing for the second base job, and the, the guy who doesn't uh, play second base probably plays a corner outfield spot. Okay. Maybe center field. Uh, Both of them are athletic enough to go out and do that, too. Who you like at, at, at uh, cleanup? Yeah, I think, you know, the obvious choice is Kevin Graham. He's a guy that was a freshman all year. The third guy that I didn't mention of the returning guys. Um, he hit 10 home runs last year, and, and he's the guy that would be the obvious choice in the four hole. Um, you know, some other candidates to hit in the middle of the order are Hayden Leatherwood. Tim Elko is a guy who, you know, hasn't done a whole lot. His freshman and sophomore year came in with uh, some high marks, and I think it's his time to, to be a really good player. Kind of cut out of the the bolt of the Henry Lartigue or, or some of those guys who maybe it took a couple of years to get going, but once they did, they were really good players. That's kind of what we're expecting from Elko. But I think it's some sort of combination of of those guys. Hayden Leatherwood, you know, is a guy that came from Northwest Junior College and and has had a pretty good fall for us. Hit a had a great night against Memphis in our in our scrimmage on Friday night. Hit a home run and hit a double and threw a walk. He's just an advanced hitter who I think probably hits somewhere in the middle. So uh, give us give us a little insight on on Elko and uh, what's been his magic bullet to uh, turn him around. Uh, was he chasing or was he? What was his deal his first two years? Yeah, it's been his his bugaboo the, the first two years. Well, it's a couple things. One one inside of his control and one out of his control. Number one, we've been really good offensively, and so when you don't swing it very well for a limited number of at bats, he he was out of the lineup fairly quickly. Um, and that one, not necessarily in his control. And then the other thing is just swings and misses. He's, he's swung and missed too much, and we haven't gotten enough production um, to go with the swings and misses. We can deal with swings and misses if you're going to produce, and, and he didn't. And so he's cut down a little bit on the swings and misses and made more solid contact. And, you know, when he puts the bat on the ball, it goes a long way, and he's strong and physical and can hit ball the yard. Um, I think we'll see a lot more of that this time. What? What did he do, Coach? Did he get quicker to the ball? I, I'm sorry, Chuck, say that again. No, Coach, uh, I said, what did Tim do to be able to get less swings and misses? Was he yeah, getting he, quicker to yeah, the ball? He's he's cut down a little bit um, on his swing because he's so physical, and he just had to learn really to, to, to use the whole field. He really would pull off things, had some pull side power, and if you threw him middle in, he was really good. Um, but as, as both of you guys know, you know, a lot of guys in our league can spin the breaking ball and throw it on the outer <laughs> outer half of the plate. And, um, that's where that's where he struggled. And so, I think he's got a better feel to use the whole field and not just pull off everything. And that's gonna gonna really cut down on some swings and misses. At least that's the hope we have. Talk a little bit about Dunhurst. Uh, uh, and he another JUCO kid? Dunhurst is a freshman, uh, freshman. from Pearl River Central. I think he was the highest ranked. You know kid out of the state of Mississippi to make it to college, and uh, he's got a chance to be special. He's really good defensively behind the plate, um, has been outstanding back there. He's a left-handed hitter with some power, and 
he was probably our biggest fear as far as um, the new guys that we thought um, may get drafted and signed just because he's a left-handed hitter with power and he plays the catch the, the catcher position and um, he can really throw. I think you know he's got a chance to be the next in a long line of you know obviously really really good catchers that have come through this program since coach has been here. And, um, I think the people are really going to like what they see from him. He's a hardworking kid with some power and you know. I don't. I don't think it's it's catch first, but but the bat isn't too far behind. I think he's got a chance to be pretty special for us. Is is he the leading candidate right now to get that starting job? You know the other there? the other guy the other guy that's back there is Knox Lapasser from Jackson Prep. He's a sophomore yeah. and he's got some experience back there. I would guess those those two. You know, if we're fortunate that's a position that you know you need more than one guy typically, um, and I think both those guys will get a shot to do it. Um, yeah, I think, just to be honest, Dunhurst has played a little bit better this fall. Well, Posture did some good things last year, though, at, in, the, plate. In, at the plate. They uh, bought a big sport. So you might might be a, a, a DH candidate? We we Yeah, we DH'd him a little bit against left-handed pitching, if you guys remember, and he did. Mm-hmm. He had some he had some positive at-bats for us and, and filled some gaps from a, from a right-handed hitter standpoint, and he still does. He's really competitive at the plate. He's definitely going to get his chances, too, and um, that's not to say, you know, that he wouldn't start opening day. It's just Dunhurst has been really good this fall. But I think both those guys are going to, you know, get significant at bats this year for sure. Coach, I know you were probably wincing a couple weeks back when uh, your two football guys, Ely and Plumley, went out of knee uh, operation, uh, surgery, minor surgery, but the other one had a concussion where you like, oh, please let them be standing up straight by the end of the football season so you can get them in there. <laughs> well, I see those. I see both those guys once or twice a week in our facility. Um, you know, we've talked before. I'm super proud of those guys. How 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 integrated into the baseball program that they are, and they didn't. They don't have to be, but they work really hard to be uh, a part of our program. And uh, yeah, I tell them every week, hey, you guys need to stay upright for us now. Um, <laughs> and so uh, I, I actually saw both those guys yesterday, and um, we'll see them again tomorrow. And those guys. Those guys are uh, dynamic personalities, and I would put nothing past them. They have they have a ton of confidence, and uh, I think they're going to fit right into our locker room, and they're going to they're going to bring an edge edge about them that we need. And um, you know, just really happy with the with the progress and and how integrated they've they've made themselves in, into our baseball program. It's for real. Um, they want to be great baseball players, and um, you know, you see them every Saturday on the football field. But man, they. Uh, Behind the scenes, they work really, really hard at their baseball game also. Another guy that you could use in the outfield, it was speculated when you signed, it was really an infielder, Connor Walsh. Been reported maybe he's off to a little bit of slow start. Is that at the plate or is that accurate? Yeah, no, it's been at the plate. He swung and missed a little bit too much. And, you know, I think uh, sometimes when you're new and the anxiety gets the best of you, um, you know, some, some sometimes you scuffle a little bit. Um, he's a guy that can, like you said, he's, he's, uh, he's as quick as anybody that we have as far as, as far as speed goes. And, um, we, we bounced him around playing some infield, playing some outfield. Um, and like I said, got off to a little bit of a slow start offensively. Um, but a great kid, an unbelievable athlete. How does he look defensively Um, out there? He'll, he'll, he'll end up factoring in somewhere for us. When you put him out on the outfield, how, how did he look out there? Defensive. Uh, I think I think you know, like like with Olenek and Golson from the past, yeah. and he's probably a better athlete with with 
than those two are, um, he's taken to it pretty easily, wow. you know. And so the, the outfield spots are wide open. And so, um, you know, you have Servidio and Keenan on the left side of the infield that save injury. Those guys are going to be there. And so um, there's some there's some spots open, whether it's the football guys or some of the young guys. That's why we threw Walsh out there. And he's done a really good job. He's taken to it pretty easily. Another guy that uh, Ben Garrett, who covers baseball for the Ole Miss Spirit, has has kind of perked up about is Ben Van Cleve. Give us a little insight on him. Ben is a kid that, uh, uh, you know, you, you got to love. He's a big physical kid, also from Northwest. He's from Indianola, um, comes from an Ole Miss family. And, um, you know, there's something to be said about a kid that all he wants to do is put on, put on the script Ole Miss. And that's what Ben is. Um, and, you know, he kind of reminds me a little bit of Michael Fitzsimmons, man, the joy of it. Is on his face every every day when he shows up at the ballpark is uh, is infectious and he has had a really good fall. The thing that that kid can do is if you, you can't, it's it's hard to get a fastball by him. He don't miss too many fastballs. You know he got ahead two uh, zero in the count against Memphis on Friday night and they threw him a you know a ninety one mile an hour fastball and it went into the bricks in left field real quick. So um, it's a lot of power and you know the one thing that that we don't have that's kind of unique or don't have as much of is right, right-handed hitters. We're pretty left-handed hitting dominant. and He's going to factor in pretty big because uh, he's a right-hander with some juice. So uh, last question quickly. Give, give me your power alley. I mean, who's your – give me four or five power guys. Yeah, the power guys are going to be – obviously Keenan is going to be the power, uh, power guy. Elko, Hayden Leatherwood, who we briefly talked about from Northwest. Um, we'll also be a guy that can hit the ball out of the park. And then, obviously, Kevin Graham, who hit double-digit home runs last year. So we got two guys back that hit double-digit home runs. Keenan hit 15 and Graham hit 10. And then I think Leatherwood, um, Dunhurst has, has power. But Leatherwood and Elko um, and Van Cleve, those guys, those guys have juice. I, I like what we have from a power standpoint. Good, good. Coach, thank you so much for your time. And uh, when does fall ball end now? We our pizza bowl is uh, next Friday, the Friday before the LSU football game. I think that's the fifteenth. That's our that's our last day. Okay, nice. I'm gonna get out there. Well, I'm gonna get out there too. Well, good luck to you the rest of the way, and uh, can't wait for the season to start in the spring. Um, have a great one, and, and thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate the baseball staff's involvement with Rebel Yell Hotline. It means a lot to us, no doubt. Well, we all we always enjoy it, and we mean it, and we appreciate y'all's support too. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, Take coach. care. Mike right, Clement. Guys. Mike Clement, the uh, batting coach and for Ole Miss. And we've been real good offensively the last three or four years. Uh, and uh, I think But they brought in some JUCO guys this time instead mm-hmm. of just go high school heavy like they did in two thousand sixteen mm-hmm. with that class. You mm-hmm. know, this class here they mixed in some JUCOs like Leatherwood, like the Triple Crown winner uh, that they signed. There's some JUCO guys that can really hit the ball that will ease the transition of some of these freshmen instead of having six seven freshmen in the start lineup you might mm-hmm. have three four mm-hmm. i'll be anxious to see how how plumley and ely integrate. i do too mm-hmm. i mean everybody's i don't know, i wanted to ask him i mean walsh plumley and ely i mean would there ever even been a faster outfield in the college history i mean you talk <laughs> about three guys i mean this walsh guy's a, a six one eight yeah, I mean he's world class speed. This guy can fly, so uh, it would be interesting to see that. Oh man, those three in the outfield for three years. No question. Oh man, that'd no be no question. Gosh. All right, we'll be right back. 
with the final segment of the Cannon Motors Mississippi Railway Hotline in two minutes. Hang tight. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Davey Ray. All right. Welcome back. Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Yancey uh, would prefer something by the Dixie Chicks there, Rhino, but... Uh, you don't even know about Stevie Ray, but I do. <laughs> oh, my God. The Ole Miss Quarterback Club will meet this Thursday from 6.30 to 7.30 at Library Sports Bar. Doors open at 5.30. Free pizza. And a drawing for several door prizes will be held. This week's speaker will be none other than our man, men's head basketball coach Kermit Davis. Mm-hmm. Non-members can join on the website at omqbclub.com or join at the door, but you do have to be a member to attend. Um, all right, let's go to the control room with Mr. Jack Schultz and around the SEC. Take it away, Rhino. It's time for this week's report from around the SEC. Brought to you by Cheney's Pharmacy, home of the Ugly Mug Coffee and TCBY Yogurt. Located next to the library on Bramlett Boulevard. The college football matchup everyone has been waiting for all season is finally here. It's game week for Alabama versus LSU. The two splitting votes for number one and number two in the country. Nick Saban's Crimson Tide welcomes Ed Ogeron's Tigers to Bryant-Denny at 2.30 on Saturday. The game airing, of course, on CBS. The remaining slate of SEC games is pretty uninteresting, so all eyes will be on Tuscaloosa. Number 6 Georgia, coming off an impressive win over Florida, will host Missouri. Kirby Smart's dogs are now in the driver's seat of the SEC East. Meanwhile, the SEC kicks off basketball season this week as well. Eight of the conference's 14 teams tip off tomorrow night, headlined by a nationally ranked game between number 2 Kentucky facing number 1 Michigan State. Four SEC teams are ranked in the preseason, led by John Calipari's Wildcats at number 2. Ole Miss alum Michael White begins his fifth season at the helm of the Florida program, ranked number six. LSU is number 22, and following its incredible NCAA tournament run last season, Auburn begins its 2019-2020 campaign, ranked number 24. Tennessee, Missouri, Mississippi State, and Alabama each received votes as well. That's the latest news around the SEC. Have a great week, everybody. All right, thank you, Jack. Oh, man, that Alabama-LSU game. Who Mm -hmm. you picking? Alabama. You are? Yeah. Mm. When it's close, it comes to what? Coaching. Tuscaloosa. 
Well, listen, I got to tell you something now. No, I O is getting out of the way. O is getting agree. out of the way. And I, I think agree, LSU's but making gonna... strategical moves late in games, I still trust Saban over to O. Yeah, I, I do. That's too. just me. Yeah, well, no, I think that's proven. I mean, I think got, O's doing a great job, you got, obviously. You got five or six rings to back you up on that. Uh, ben just sent us a text. It's 15 to 8 Ole Miss in the early going. Out at the exhibition game against Mississippi College. It's not streamed or on radio. No, it's that not we know on about. radio, not streamed, nothing I that. that I know of. Um, got uh, got uh, search committee been selected for the athletic director, we said earlier. Uh, Mike Glenn is the chairman. Then you got former athletes David Marsh, Wesley Walls, Jesse Mitchell, Peggy. Gillum Granderson, David DeLucci, and then uh, Athletic Committee Chairman Ron Rieschlack, who's also a law professor at Ole Miss. They hope to have an AD by Thanksgiving. Um, that's awfully quick, but they that's what they're shooting for. Chuck, those, uh, each person off of that list knows people all over the country. They're going to be betting. I, I just I think that, that getting it that. by Thanksgiving is not unre- unreasonable. Uh, well, apparently it's not because that's their goal. Todd Turner of Collegiate Sports Associates will be in charge of the consulting firm, so they'll be doing all the vetting and everything of, of all the candidates. So uh, we'll see. Uh, I think they've got a pretty big pool, though, Yancey. I don't know how you do that many interviews. Of course, they won't do that many interviews. They'll narrow it down to five or six probably and then interview those and then make a decision. Archie Manning's also involved on a consulting basis, but Needs not to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who who wouldn't who wouldn't hire anybody around here without Papa Manning mm-hmm. having some input? I'm. Uh, I, I I don't want to see that. <laughs> Little boy um, named March coming up too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, years. Okay. The good, bad, and uh, ugly brought to you by Big Delta Power Sports in Basel. If you need a four-wheeler side-by-side, a lawnmower, Big Delta's Power Sports is the only place to shop. Brett Rousey and his staff will give you a great deal on the model you want with affordable financing, competitive prices. That's Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. The good, how can anyone in their right mind fault the effort of the Rebels at Auburn in the, 2000, the, the 2014 loss to the 11th-ranked Tigers? No quit, plenty of fight, no intimidation, no backing down and laying it all out there. It was what is good about college sports, an all-out team effort with kids out there competing with everything they had. If you can't applaud that, you need to find something else to do with your time. And even though the Rebel defense statistically wasn't that great, to hold the Tigers to 20 points is a good effort. Points allowed is all that really counts in the whole scheme of things. Kudos to them. Bad, well, the offense was pretty flaccid. 266 yards, poor third down production, seemingly vanilla, seemingly with limited plays, seemingly with little adjustment, just bad. Uh, You know, sure, Auburn was good on defense, but come on, you got to do better than that. The ugly, where is the Reb passing game? Is the passing scheme bad? Are the quarterbacks bad? Are the receivers bad? Is the protection inadequate? Is it a combination of things? Where are the answers? Roll it all together, and it's just plain ugly. O.C. Rich Rodriguez says he will get it fixed, but, man, this is game 10 coming up. Something has got to change awfully (laughs) quick to get out of that ugliness. The Good, Bad, and Ugly brought to you by Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. We will see you all next Monday after uh, defeating 
New Mexico State. That game is at, what, 3 o'clock Saturday? 3 o'clock. Um, we'll see you Monday night at Where 6 o'clock. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Howdy, toddy. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.